This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. How many body happy to be in church tonight? The psalmist said, I was glad when they said unto me, why? Because great things happen in the house of God. Tonight, I want to speak briefly on Satan's hiding place in believers' life. Or I don't know how to actually name what I'm... <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. But let's read the scripture first. Jeremiah chapter 9 verse 23. Before we take our seats, we are victory in Jesus' name. But we must understand why certain walls may remain. If a Christian is experiencing defeat repeatedly, things contrary to the promises of the Bible, there might be some reasons for it. The serpent loves to hide. And if it's permitted, there are hidden places or a particular spot that he loves to hide in a believer's life that people don't see. Don't see the Lord. Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. So if you are wise, don't glory in your wisdom. Neither let the mighty man glory in his might. So a person can glory, uh, be proud because of his wisdom. Everybody respects how wise you are, your mental progress said, let the wise man not be. So it's not about how wise, it's mental progress. It's not saying, don't be. Then some people can take uh, pride in the fact that they are mighty. There are mighty men on earth. And the Bible says, <laughs> don't let the mighty man, man glory, glory in his might. Then the third one, you should have one of these three things. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. A poor man has only to glory. <laughs> so there are wise men, there are mighty men, and there are rich men. And when you have the three combined together, it's a serious matter. You are wise, you are mighty, and you are rich. Hallelujah. Now, verse 24. <laughs> Let him that glory... Glory in this. This is what celebrating. That he understandeth and knoweth me. The knowledge of God is what celebrating. Is what parading as a trophy. But there is something to know about him, not just to know him. That you must know me that what? I am the Lord which exercise. Loving kindness. Everybody say one. What's the next thing there? And what's the third one? In the earth, for in these things I delight, see the Lord. God bless you. you. Can have your seat. Again, once people think that God is all about loving kindness, they are already in error. Loving kindness, justice. 
and righteousness. He said, let anyone that knows that I operate in these three arenas, he can begin to rejoice and be happy. What is it about these three things? Exodus chapter 34 from verse 7. Exodus 34 verse 7. Or let's start from verse 6. Verse 6. Are you there? And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed. That's when God hid Moses in the rock. And God passed. And he covered Moses with his hand. Now, except to refer, you will not know what's talking, whether it was Moses or God. But there was a code that must be said. Why God passed by, you know, to, to, to see God pass by under that covenant, this thing must be shouted by somebody. Was it God saying it to Moses? A voice must say, the Lord, the Lord God. Merciful and gracious, long-suffering, abundant in goodness and in truth. Everybody say part one. Next verse. Keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving, number one, iniquity. Number two, transgression. Number three, sin. You see that the Bible did not put the three of them together. Because before God and before Satan, they represent different things. There are sins, there are iniquities, and there are transgression. Okay. Part one then dead with forgiving iniquity, transgression, and sin. Then part two says, by no means clear the guilty. Visiting the iniquity, not the sin. This time around, the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, upon his children's children, unto the third and the fourth generation. Now, the Bible did not say visiting the sin here in this passage or the transgression of one generation to another. He used the word out of the three things listed. Sin, iniquity, and transgression. He lifted iniquity and he said that is the only one that is transgenerational. When God showed Abraham the land for the first time, in Genesis chapter 15 verse 16, the Lord said something to Abraham. You cannot possess the land now for the iniquity of the Amorites. He said, but in the fourth generation, remember what he said, he visited the iniquity of the father upon church to the third and the fourth generation. So when Abraham erected an altar, God showed him the land. And he said, you can't possess the land now. Why? But in the fourth generation, the, your children will come back here. For now, the iniquity of the Amorites is yet to be full. That means God was saying something like to Abraham like, this is the first generation of the Amorites. I want to wait for the fourth generation. Then their iniquity, their cup will be full by then, and then their land can be taken. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. You know, in Psalm 1, David said that my mom gave out to me an iniquity I was shaping. And someone said, maybe the mom strayed or anything. No, not, maybe, maybe not, but not necessarily so. It's about this concept of iniquity. Iniquity in this regard is number one, transgenerational. It is defined actually as the sin that is in the bloodline. When 
Uh, see, we, we're talking about blood, and we're doing covenant on today. For some reason, we're talking about blood. This thing called blood is so powerful that thank God for the blood of Jesus Christ. You see, Leviticus said that the life of the flesh is in the blood. The life of the flesh is in the blood. Anytime you are praying against what it is obvious in the Bible that is God's will and it's not coming. Anytime you are praying against something that it is obvious that the Bible says should not be happening in your life, it's happening you are praying against a curse, a defeat, a shame, some terrible um, woman flaws that people have cried as if a believer is in bondage and is helpless. There are three reasons many times where the advers adversary will not go when he should go. Number one, and that is what people have dealt with, is a believer being ignorant of his rights and his privileges in Christ. Word of faith deals with that one. Number two, it can be a matter of Satan having a legal right. When that happens, once he has a legal foothold, you are called at that time a lawful captive. Until another law is brought in, he might not ship ground then. And then number three is actually connected to number two. It is if he's occupying that space because of things that you have declared by your own mouth. Because the Bible says, for by your word shall be justified. Matthew 12, 37, by your word shall be condemned. So you can actually speak yourself into bondage. And the enemy holds on to that. I started with that scripture for a purpose. Remember, Lord said, I know me as a loving kindness. I love you. But I'm also a righteous judge. Justice. Now, in the court of heaven, at any time that the force is against you, that what they are tending as an evidence before God are the things that you said to put yourself in bondage. The righteous judge cannot do anything for it does not violate man's will. In that case, you must employ the blood of Jesus Christ. If not, the evidence is real and there's nothing God can do. Except on the ground of the cross, on the finished work of Calvary. Did somebody hear what I'm just saying now? Therefore, I think when I talked about this somewhere, some weeks ago, I'm going to wonder, a Christian should not talk anyhow. But I'm coming back to that. I get what I'm saying. But the second thing and the main one to look at tonight, it can be a matter of iniquity and this is why families are being in bondage. And when people are born again, this is the reason. Do you not actually know some people? When dad clocked 50, he was a devoted member of the church. About 50, he got offended and walked away. Son grew up very active in the church. About 49, 50 or so, he walked away. When Cain offered the sacrifice, ah, let's see what that voice said to him. He said, the desire is coming and it's for you to rule over it. It was a warning, but Cain did not understand. 
um, give me where, where they offer the two of them, the two brothers, Genesis 4 or 3. Which one of them? When Cain and Abel went to the field, where they offered sacrifice. You know, some have said that Abel's uh, Cain's offering was rejected because he offered something from the ad that was caused. It is true. But also beyond that, Cain actually offered to God an insult. He offered God remnants. Abel offered God false fruits. I've told you before, some will get angry and criticize this, but the truth of the matter is that don't do every other thing and now remember God. Remember tithe as the last thing. When it comes to God, the Bible says, honor the Lord with your substance. There is no honor when you have done every other thing and it's the residual. You don't get what I'm doing. At times, you can give the biggest offering in the church and still insult God with it. The attitude behind it is very wrong. Once God does not see an attitude of honor you're giving, it might not make it to heaven. So can I say this? It's not every offering that goes up there. Is somebody with me? Did you hear what I've just said now? Praise the Lord. The Bible says our God is a God of knowledge. Is that for Samuel 2 or 3? By him, when Anna was talking, those were the prophetic words that came to her mouth. So our God is a God of knowledge. By him, actions are weighed. He weighs your attitude towards what to do. So it's not about what we do for God. It's also the attitude he reads when you are doing it. He watches. For our God is a God of knowledge. By him, actions are weighed. He weighs them. Hallelujah. All right. So go back to the former scripture. I want Cain and Abel, those two guys. Cain brought the fruit of the ground and offering unto the Lord. Next verse. And Abel, he brought the first lane, that's first fruit, of his flock and found thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. Does God have respect for your offering every Sunday? Do you give in such a way that there is respect? That's we are not talking about offering today, but I'm just chipping that in. Is there a respect? Hallelujah. You know, some people work out who work under them. When they want to pay them, you pay them with insults. Insult is the envelope with which you cover the money you give them. When some people, when somebody in a position to help people, they will help eventually, but they make the people they are helping to go through hell. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> Next verse. Born to Cain and his offering, no respect. And Cain was wrought, and his countenance fell. Next verse. And the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your countenance falling? Next verse is where I'm going. If you do well, thou shalt be accepted. If you don't do well, sin lieth at the door. Unto this shall be his desire. Thou shalt rule over him. God was beginning to tell Cain that, you see, this offering matter is just the beginning. I see sin at your door. Something is about to come in. But Cain didn't get it. You see, in the definition of iniquity, it's actually um, when something happens, what people call old man, what they call sin nature, you will notice that they are greatly influenced by your background and where you are coming from. If care is not taken, an angry man 
the son though born again, but an angry son also. This is why that some people, after some years in marriage, will not cheat. It's a problem that some families from generation to generation, they have not been able to overcome. So one day, Abraham got to a land and he thought that they would kill him and the king would marry Sarah. So he lied. Few years after that, now Abraham and Sarah were here to give back to Isaac when Abraham did that thing. Remember, this was not the time of law. This was before law. So Isaac that was not born, Isaac was born much later. Isaac, God came down to say Isaac will be born eventually, chapter 15, but this story should be like chapter 19 or 20. When Abraham went to Philistine, and interestingly, they both happened in Philistine, both for Abraham and for his son, Isaac. Now, Isaac was not born when the father lied that she's my sister, so that they wouldn't kill him. Isaac came, was born later, and Isaac also found himself in Philistine, married to a beautiful woman, afraid of being killed, and he lied. The mystery of iniquity, when it's at work in the family or in the life, what happens is that what is coming, the weakness, the error, and the mistakes of your progenitors, somehow they tend to want to replicate themselves in you. It's what I call ancestral spirit, this one, that one, and it has many ramifications. The idea of the cross is to cross you or bring an end to this matter. But you must understand by revelation what Christ has done to be out of it. Being in church and trying to talk like some Christians does not end what this thing that we are talking about. You know, in my, in my heart, sincerely speaking, somebody I can't remember maybe told me the story of how the family's father stopped going to church and everything when we were in school or so. When I look at this guy, I just need my spirit. It's just a matter of years. As active as this guy is also, he's going to get offended one day and stop going to church. Right now, as we talk now, he's against churches on social media. You see, what will happen is this. When the mystery of iniquity is working, it will make sure that the same scenario that people before were defeated by is arranged for you also. How come it just happened that Isaac ended up going to Philistine also? How come it just crossed his mind also that they will kill me? I must lie. And I can show you stories upon stories in the Bible. But when we come to our present world, many of you can understand what I'm saying very well. Hallelujah. Yes. Somebody can behave in a way at work and a few years after that, a son will grow up also to about the same age and then behave in such a way that they will just terminate their appointment or find themselves somewhere where the same thing has to happen because these are like uh, guided missile. They are programs. Programmed to happen at certain times. Again, when I talk like this, for those who are listening, take your time before you jump into conclusion. And they are talking about... Because when we start like this, the end can be, okay, I need deliverance. That is not what we are saying. You need revelation. 
growing up in word of faith as a person, I have seen two sides. I have seen those who deny and I've seen those who idolize Satan and worship and go from deliverance to deliverance and I've seen the errors in the two of them. And I have seen them not being able to. Yes. Once Satan plants his foot in any family, he does not want to leave. This is why one temptation to a brother does not appeal to someone else. But check where they are both coming from. The weakness according to their lifestyle or the pattern or the root where they are coming from. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Yes. It will always be according to the root where they are coming from. Because there is a hidden place where Satan hides. And that is in the blood. He seems to understand the scripture that said that the life of the flesh is in the blood. So he wants to legally come and say that as long as you are from the blood of this family, that which I have established must be part of you also. But thank God for the blood of Jesus. That if any man be in Christ, and that's where I'm going. So the revelation of the fact that if any man be in Christ, many just quote it, but they don't understand the reality of it and how to wage a good warfare. Apostle Paul said to Timothy that the prophets that have gone ahead of you, he said, recall them that you might by them wage a good warfare. The prophecy by themselves will not work. They have come upon you, but because we need them to do something. The revelation of God is light. We need it to fight darkness and say no to Satan. I don't belong to that camp. Hallelujah. When that happens, what will happen is this. The same scenario might arrange itself around you, but you will not be a victim. The same temptation might come. The power in it to overcome you is taken away when you are a man walking by revelation. And once it does not overcome you, you are paid way for the next generation coming in. It will even be their problem. Are you with me? I know a popular preacher. As long as I know the person I'm talking about, I dare not mention his name. In the nation where he is, one of the leading preachers, I remember that time. I was watching. He preached this message in America. I don't know if I mention it, that people will know the person. And I, the, you know, I respect elders in the body. I dare not. He preached that message in America as an invited minister. He's not an American, but he was invited to preach. And I remember in the message, he was going along the line, going, and he told the pastor that invited him. One of the largest churches in America invited him. And he said that the grandpa, the father, all of them divorced their wife, and that as the leading preacher in his country, he didn't know where they also told the wife to pack her load, and they separated. He said when God showed him, he went, he did his marriage two times, to remarry the woman. I was watching. I was happy when I heard that message. But you know what? few years after that, they divorced again. He said, God told him one thing. I will pardon your ancestors. They didn't know Jesus, so they did what they did. He said, you from a young age, the Lord appeared to you, you have gift of healing and everything. You are like top man over a nation. He said, if you divorce this woman because of things you said, you have said that she has done. The Lord said, you see, I will forgive you. But what you have done is that you have opened the gate for your family. That your children are not as strong as you spiritual. Right before you had the world divorced. They came back to his wife for some years, but they separated again. Oh, 
What happened to his sons? A painful thing. I saw this. Let me let me not go into it. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. But he brought that message and he blessed everybody. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Because of coming, I want to stop. There must be a time where you must look at what is within and deliberately take a stand and address yourself and speak to everything around you to the fact that in Christ Jesus, you have found a new lineage and that by you, sometimes the Lord opens your eyes that the prayer comes in form of repentance. It is true. The blood of Jesus. I told you when I started that blood speaks. So when Cain killed Abel, the Lord told that the blood of Abel your brother is, I'm hearing Abel's blood. At times, when one pastor in Anderson was talking about this, I saw a part of this message from him. He said, one of the leading pastors in terms of visions and say prophets approached him and told him that his father was one of the most successful sailors in America. Talking about storm, the father will just calm down. Because when he started his career as a sailor, some white people, people think the only Africans are the only ones that are diabolic. <laughs> you are making a mistake. I don't know, mention one of my friends working or he come to me here in Nigeria, one of the oil servicing. They dug to a point and there was a problem. The wife just came and told everybody should go and sleep. In the night, so that they all were, were they changed to linen clothes, a kind of gray color. They spoke to the ground. The following morning, oil was coming out. His boss ran away when he saw them. His boss said, oh boy, these people get just past us. He said, why? They came in the middle and I stood around the well and started speaking. All of them were, were the same thing. You see, African jazz is like they tie something to their body rams on, it shows that they are crude. In the real realm of power, it is called spiritism. Objects are not needed. There are those who sit down, they are miles away. That one is superior to somebody holding. That's why you wonder where the gods of Africa were, when these people came in and overcome Africa. And some people are still talking about traditional religion. When they invaded Benin and all these places, where were our gods? Gods of the land. The wife, the wife even took some gods away to their museum. It's, it's amazing the way some people and you see some people talking. <laughs> one guy was talking on Facebook that the churches do have parish come to village because one guy is disappearing or doing some some this. Those ones are throw one atomic bomb there. I see the end of them and their gods. Because there are levels in the spirits. See, even if... <laughs> yes. You know, one day I was watching one day share Yoruba film. The guy that came to challenge that guy wore kinds of charms. The guy who came to challenge was just wearing Agbada. That one just spoke. So at the highest level, invisible things are more powerful than visible. It's at the lower level that you are tying. Some don't tie anything. It's inside them. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, there are people, if you know some people that we have prayed for, some people, something comes out of them like their image. It sits opposite them and it's telling them about the future. When they want to know anything, they begin to say something. An image will come out and sit on the chair opposite and be talking to the person. An image looks exactly like him. And I tell you that his forefather gave him. That is, that's the guiding spirit from generation to generation. I wish we can be bold if only goes like that. The guy said that if I'm to travel and there'll be an accident, the spirit will tell me. He will come out and sit and say, you cannot enter that plane. But thank God for the Holy Ghost. Who lives in us? Are you following me? <laughs> Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? Oh, thank you, Jesus. So this guy said that his father being a sailor made a covenant to see God for a successful trip on the sea, no matter what. His son had become a prophet, ministry round. It was when he heard a message like this that the Spirit of God reminded him, he now realized. In Psalm 139, verse 16, the Bible talks about all your parts, and this is where I want to end. This is, we will take it up from here next week as the Lord grants us opportunity. This is very painful. Let's start from verse, verse 15. From 15. Let's start from 14. I will praise thee. Can you all follow this? For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I have listened to a lot of CAC prophets when they talk about some of the subjects I'm talking about. They will tell you that when Togumba share, <laughs> they talk about Ogu Eloda, you will know. It's as if you have entered another realm. One thing you will realize, God has not been the one injuring you. This is God's plan. And you are fearfully and wonderfully. That means every brother and sound of my voice, you are a if your manifestation begins, you are a wonder. You are a living wonder to behold. But something is covering it. And it's this iniquity thing. Higher. Marvelous are thy works. And that my soul knoweth, right? Look at somebody's expression. Lord, I'm wonderfully and fearfully made. Lord, you, you have never created anything that people will not marvel watching. He said, I know that very well. If you are a writer here, a script that comes from you, but you said this thing can be shot up there and not manifesting. Next verse. My softer was not hid from thee. When I was made in the secret, God has a secret where he creates everybody. He creates human beings. And the Bible says, in that secret place, and curiously wrought in the lowest part of the heart, he never carelessly made anyone, because God is never careless. Every of his creation, he intricately woven the post. He made sure he put his best. Ah, you are beautiful, man. You are wonderful. What God created, you can't compare it to. So where is the problem? 
Why should that be a destiny that is just falling apart and everything is upside down? This is the creator's intent. Next verse is more serious. Thy eyes did see all my substance. Yet being unperfect, that means when I was young, before, when I was just a liquid somewhere, <laughs> you saw the imperfect, and in thy book, all my, all my members, oh, when we get to heaven, that's why there will be many tears. When they open the book of your life, and it's all right, you did not go beyond table of contents. Some did not even enter the book at all. The Bible says every part, when God finished making you an angel recorded everything, it will be a great man. This is what he will do. By the time he's 40, he has employed 40,000 people. He will marry a beautiful woman. He will do this and do that and do that and do that. Everything is written, all your parts. He will live in VI, but he's jackpying to Canada. All the parts are written. It will create a very wonderful family. She's jumping from bed to bed with a guy. All my parts are written. Which countenance, which encounters were fashioned, when as yet none of them, before you even clock one, a book has been written for you about your accomplishments on earth. Next verse. How precious are your thoughts, O God, unto me? How great is the sum of them? Do you know God's expectation for your life? Oh God. Are you following me? Yes, I'm going to say this and it will touch somebody. In the wickedness of what I'm talking about, Satan and the mystery of iniquity, he takes pleasure. Please pay attention in making people to become the opposite of what is written in their book. The woman that Jesus met by the well of Samaria, she had married five men. Why could she successfully marry anybody? She was meant to be an evangelist. When Jesus met her, in one day, she led an entire village to Christ. Have you read that one? Everybody. You will see this, and I will end one man in the Bible. Many of the people who are given to anger, they are supposed to be the people with strong will to recreate the world. But energy diverted. And remember, energy is neither created nor destroyed. It is only converted from one form to another. Satan will see to it that the energy of your life that God has given you is directed to something else. Yes. Many of the People who lie very well. Probably, I have found out that a lot of manipulators in the kingdom, if they allow Christ to break that thing away from them, they will become, they will have prophetic gifts. It is digression of that gift. Satan will pervert it and it will become the opposite of, you can almost tell what your weaknesses are, can almost tell you what your strength should be. Isaiah chapter 6, I will stop with this one. Are you following me? Hallelujah. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon the throne. To understand the gravity of the man, you have to understand who was, his, who was Uzziah. 
It was one king that did so well. He did so, so, so well. But he ended up badly. We read about him where I brought the word marvelous help from. It was Uzziah. The only person to be marvelously helped in the Bible. And the Bible says when, 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 when he was raising and he was great, his heart became lifted. God has always had a problem, that problem with human beings. People become proud. It's why promotion is difficult for many Christians. If you are a billionaire, will you still be obedient in church? Yes. <laughs> you know, you don't know what money can do to people. One that was listening to many years ago, Pastor Yori Shadjafo, and he mentioned the man in the church that was a part. I prayed for one. He became so wealthy, and he came to church when he said, Hello, guy. It was only to Pastor Ayo. Yes. Oil and gas money has come in. Number one, somebody much older than him. Somebody, see, you, it will surprise you now. But you see, you do understand what money can turn a person to. <laughs> Uzziah became great and he became lifted. Then he entered the temple and he began to offer sacrifice, something that only priests can do. Years in the church can make people do that. That you have been in church for 100 years does not mean you should double into what you are not called to. Is that a leper? Because he, he offered, and the priest told him that, oh boy, you are not supposed to be holding that censor you are holding. It's not for you, O king. And the Bible says he got angry. He got angry close to the Holy of Holies. A mistake. And really he became, he just saw this spot on him and started spreading, and they rushed him out of the temple and shot the temple. And he died a leper. But was a man that received marvelous help. That means when you receive marvelous help, be careful. Because you can go so high and become arrogant. It is true. Are you with me? Yes. <laughs> if many of you become billionaires in pounds and naira tonight, how many of you will still respect God and God's servants and God's people? Your answer will be quick to say yes now. <laughs> anyway. May God help you that your yes will truly be yes. I saw the Lord sitting upon his throne. I and lifted up, and his strength filled the temple. God has a temple. His strength represents his robe. See, God's emphasis, I don't want to talk about that today. <laughs> there is a royal, <laughs> that's a longer than that of any bride or not. It's a filled the temple. Next verse. <laughs> Above his stood seraphim. One, each one has his wings. Next verse. And one cried, only, only, only is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. You will think that with Israel and Amas, what God will say, the whole earth is full of chaos. God does not see as man sees. As far as everyone is concerned, the whole earth is full of his glory. In spite of all the problems of the world. Why? We explain that on the next verse. And the, the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried. And the whole earth was filled with smoke. Glory. Next verse. And I said, Woe is me. I am undone. Why? Not that he slept with a woman. I'm a man of unclean lips. I dwell in the midst of unclean people. My eyes have seen the king and the lord of hosts. Next verse. Therefore, one of the seraphim, having a live cold in his, which are taken from the tongue of the author. Next verse. And he laid it upon my mouth. And he said, Lo, this has stored thy lips. What was taken away? 
and what? Thy sin is purged. Your sin is purged because your iniquity is taken away. It will then Isaiah head. Next verse. Whom shall I send? Who shall go for us? Then I said, Lord send me. Let me tell you what happened here. It was not that day that the Lord was saying, who shall we send? It was that day Isaiah started hearing. He started hearing when his iniquity was taken away. Then he understood and God said, go and tell the people. He had prophesied before then in a limited way. Some people, what is going on in your life is the opposite of what is in your book. Some people you have touched a little, but you are still far from it. When the Lord touches you and iniquity is purged, speed is gained, everything changes. Is somebody with me? How exactly do we do this? Maybe we start on Sunday. Let's rise. This is why we take communion. One of the reasons is to be able to say for sure Christ died. His blood. Thank God that we know all these things. But we also know that Jesus shed his blood for me. Hallelujah. And by his blood, in his blood there is no iniquity. That is the one that has come into my life. That is the one we lay our claims. That's the one we stand on. I want to say this to everybody. You can do this in your room. We don't have time tonight. Tonight, You can stand. But when you are in the physical court, you stand. Consciousness is powerful. Stand in your room. Take away your phone and everything. And address your life. Raise your voice and remind yourself. Say, Lord, the only thing we give you out to construct your word, but let all the things we say be based on the blood of Jesus and the cross. That because of the blood shed, I have rights, Lord, to petition you to end all accusations and all patterns that are against me. Why? Jesus shed his blood. That by this one blood, and then has come to any pattern that is in my own bloodline. Why? Jesus paid for my iniquity. He was wounded for my transgression, bruised for my iniquity. His blood took care of all of them separately. They didn't mold them together. Think of what I've just said now. That's why Isaiah 53 says, wounded for my transgression, bruised for my iniquity. The Bible identifies again the two of them. And you have to go to the court of heaven. You have to stand before your heavenly father and make that declaration. What would that do? The legal right that the enemy has, actually the blood has ended every right that is against you. But the enemy does not listen until it comes from your mouth. As a man that knows, awareness in the spirit realm is deliverance. Awareness. People wait for somebody to put them in the room and be casting out things. The greater deliverance is awareness. When your eyes of understanding are open, I now know that by the blood of Jesus Christ, a new law has been taken. So I provide an evidence against Satan's evidence. It does not matter if my grandfather killed 100 people. It does not matter if my grandmother was a witch. Here is a blood 
that is a blood of a new covenant. Inside this blood, iniquity, sin, and transgression are already dealt with. And this blood carries my name. I'm a man in Christ. I'm a man in Christ. I declare that I'm justified. Justification means that just without, just like you did not sin. That's the meaning of justification. That means I am justified. So I'm going to walk out of my room. Oh, the glory of God will be on your face. You just know. You have just dealt with something and it has ended there. After that, it's a blood. Anytime you think of anything, it's more of thanksgiving. No warfare again. Real spiritual warfare can happen in five minutes. And you can do it in your room tonight. There's no way that you silent, you take away all distraction, you shut your eyes with your hand lifted up, and you react what I'm saying now from your heart. Come with the heart, man believes unto righteousness, and with his mouth, confession is made of salvation. If it is done in your room, there's no way that the realm of the spirit, both negative, will not recognize that something has taken place. You have tendered the most powerful evidence. Whatever we help you to make it look serious, do it. If you need to shut up the light and stand alone, you have just won something. And once you do it, never don't repeat, just live in thanksgiving and enjoy. And when it comes to your personal faults, things you have said against yourself, mistakes you have made, that the enemy also is willing to haunt you. Oh, you've had an abortion. Now you cannot have a child. Many of the women are praying for someone that they nurse this guilt secretly. Satan comes. You, he, he, except there's a stronger evidence. He will keep coming. But there's an evidence to tell that shut up. Somebody paid. Satan, why don't you say Jesus didn't pay? If you cannot say he did not pay, then you don't have any legal right over me again. So you know what? With my mouth, I announce that I am free from you and your manipulation. I'm a new man in Christ. Can I hear amen? Hallelujah. If there is a cycle of poverty, break it. Everybody begin to pray in the spirit. I'm saying that. If there is a cycle, please you can start becoming a sir. Plates. Thank you, Jesus. People just don't rise around you. Patterns of failure repeatedly. Hallelujah. Maybe you can tie to this message power by iniquity. From masturbation to every other thing, they are coming from a place. There is a reason why you stumble and you notice that people before you stumble also. It's time to stop those things. You are a new person.
You know, there's somebody watching me. Except to address your life, what I'm saying. Things are okay now, but remember, every other person before you, in the early stage of their life, everything was fine. Until mid-age, that something went wrong. That pattern is coming with some people. Once they leave school, all doors will open. Once they are in their early 50s, everything will go down. Everything. Some people, they are quick to marry. To marry is not a problem. But to last in that marriage, problem. These are the cycles that you see around people. Yeah. For some to marry is a problem. Some to marry is not a problem, but to have a child. Some family can't just stay while they are just on one spot. As we take the coming on tonight, that's what it's all about. How can there be five siblings and it's the same thing? Everybody just like that. But we stand by the blood tonight. As we take the coming on, we remind of ourselves. We remind ourselves that Jesus died. We shout it. We yell it. That the blood has been shed for me. I've been brought into a new life. Lord of Lord of Jesus. Speak very well before you take the communion tonight. You are giving meaning to the body of Christ and the blood you are taking tonight. I'm not taking it ceremoniously tonight. I'm taking it with faith and audacity. With knowledge and revelation. Not only am I setting myself free, not only am I walking in the liberty of Jesus, I'm bringing every family member into it. I'm bringing every household into it. I'm bringing all my children, all my siblings. You can even speak on your child yet unborn. Now it's a prosperous family. Now it's a victorious household. Lord Jesus we have transgenerational health transgenerational wealth transgenerational fruitfulness peace the good things already happening in your life are multiplying right now and they are spreading to everybody around you the wrong ones are stopping right now in the name of Jesus Christ. You can take the bread and...
Say the body and the blood. Jesus, we thank you. Ligo si handre kisho just bless the name of the Lord. Something has taken place. Thank you, Jesus. Is somebody blessed tonight? How many of you will find time before you sleep to do what I said? And even if there's any personal mistake, address it tonight. Just block every O that the enemy, some of you, there will be a revelation of some that the Lord will ask you to address specifically. Yes. He can tell you that. It's even possible that some people God might give you a revelation of something that happened before you. Some, it will come from a vision. You will just know inside that you should mention something particular and deal with it. Please, when you do, do don't rush out of God's presence. You might think it will take five minutes. When the Holy Spirit begins, it might take time. But one thing is that if it's the Holy Spirit, you will not even be conscious of time. It might just start reminding you that say this on behalf of your father. Say this on behalf of your mom. Say this on behalf of your siblings. Obey everything. Yes. That's why God brought you to service tonight. You never need to end like this. But the work continues when the service is over at home. On your bed. Job said God speaks two ways. When the man is on the bed night and in a dream. Night time is a very serious time. It is true. So, Many of you will not just watch TV to go and sleep. You will have to sit down and do some spiritual work tonight. If you have forgotten, play this message again. Skip it a little to the part that you really need. It will help you again. Nobody will play the message tonight that will not repeat the atmosphere that they say again. Once you start playing it, the atmosphere will be back. You are charged up again so you can address because the state of your heart when you are speaking matters also. Don't speak when you have just eaten and you are tired and everything. No. Begin to listen to some that will again cause something to rise inside you. Then speak. Because you need the anointing when you are addressing things. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Thank you.